The Pentagon has a vision to stitch together its weapons platforms and communication systems into one Internet of Military Things. But the initial architecture behind that effort, called Joint All-Domain Command and Control, is going to be built by human beings. Well, that could change soon if DARPA has anything to say about it. The agency is working on a concept called Mosaic Warfare that could build new systems of systems on demand, depending on what a particular mission requirement called for. As Federal News Network's Jared Serbu reports, the concept could be on the battlefield as soon as five years. The Defense Department is already thinking about JADC2 as a system of systems, but the Mosaic concept is radically different from the contemporary approach. Timothy Grayson, the director of DARPA's Strategic Technology Office, describes the current methodology as more like a jigsaw puzzle. I would argue that JADC2 is about increasing options. So that's the vertical axis here. Give the warfighter more options. What we're trying to do with Mosaic is to do that at speed. So the way I like to think of it in the theme of monolith busting is JADC2 busts up monolithic platforms into distributed architectures. What we're doing with Mosaic is trying to bust up monolithic architectures and make them into fluid dynamic types of warfighting constructs. And, and that's where the metaphor of mosaic comes in. Uh, we like to contrast uh, a mosaic artwork with a jigsaw puzzle. A system of systems is a jigsaw puzzle where all the different systems are carefully architected with well-defined interfaces that have to go together one particular way. The mosaic metaphor says, I've got a collection of tiles, and they may be all different kinds of colors and shapes, but I can select the tiles that I want in a much more flexible not predefined manner to build that mosaic artwork. DARPA has been working on the mosaic concept for several years, but the agency now thinks it dovetails nicely with what the Pentagon wants to achieve with JADC2. Grayson says if the toolkits the agency is working on now prove to be successful, commanders at the tactical edge could be building their own mission-tailored systems of systems to meet any particular mission objective within the next five years. That's what DARPA refers to as Wave 2 of Mosaic. In Wave 3, maybe 10 years from now, the agency envisions that the defense acquisition system and its priorities will have evolved to the point where the military's inventory of capabilities includes many more small, tailorable systems that can be produced quickly and relatively cheaply, and then brought together on an as-needed basis. And I think this is very consistent with a lot of the things we've heard from uh, the Air Force recently on things like digital engineering. This notion of if, if I'm just filling the, the, the uh, palette, if you like, with additional mosaic tiles, that gives me a lot of options for going out and buying things in different ways that are, uh, have capability less than what a monolithic platform would need, but I might need more of them, but I might buy them in small tranches and then constantly be spiraling and turning. I don't know how exactly that future acquisition model looks like, but I would encourage industry to start thinking about that now. And in the shorter term, for the Mosaic concept to come to fruition, the military will need to rethink some of its own manpower concepts, Grayson says. He says he believes the services will need to develop specialized units as part of Wave 2 to actually employ the tools DARPA is building at the tactical edge. I believe we need a new type of unit and force structure that doesn't exist today that includes what I like to call figuratively a combat support geek squad. So we need to think about who is going to be that combat support element, who is going to support all of these mosaic tools 
but right there near the operational edge. Grayson says DARPA has already done some early work to study what that workforce could look like, but that conceptually the teams might operate in much the same way software experts work under a DevSecOps methodology. Some of the concepts were used in the Air Force's recent demonstration of its advanced battle management system when the service employed a DARPA tool called System of Systems Technology Integration Tool Chain for Heterogeneous Electronic Systems, or STITCHES. As the acronym implies, the toolkit's main purpose is to translate and stitch together various messages from various military hardware like sensors and fire control systems. But it requires trained operators. Imagine you've got an ops floor someplace, you know, or a squadron ready room, and the warfighters are there building the next day's battle plan, very similar to what we do today. But a lot of building that mission plan involves wiring things together in different ways. So in, in the rough vision we've got right now, the, the geeks would be sitting in, in the, the back room, right off the, the ready room, and the warfighters yell over figuratively, or maybe they push a button and it goes out of jumps or something like that, pops up in the geeks, just like, okay, order up. And then the geeks start sitting at the keyboard with things like that stitches tool, or like building the config file for this Dynamo comm system, or any of the other number of tools we're building where they're knocking out what amount to the mission data files based upon that package that the warfighters just designed. And then ultimately they take that stack of software and load it onto the jets or load it into the the other weapon systems or into an op center someplace. That's the rough top-level vision. And one of the things we're trying to do right now as we build our tools is flesh out a little bit more what those functions should be uh, and then also figuring out how we do things like, like how are you even going to resource them? Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Check out Jared's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at Pluralsight.com vision. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. 